This is an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, February 21st, 2015. This week in security news, on multiple occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers have been notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding numerous international security-related matters. Perhaps most important are new threats being posed by Islamic State militants to the European mainland. Following gains made by the Islamic State in Libya, multiple sources indicate that the plan of the Islamic State is to use the embattled North African state as a gateway to wage war across the whole of Southern Europe. This past Sunday, within a well-publicized video addressed to The Nation Signed with the Blood of the Cross, which showed the beheading of 21 Christians on the Mediterranean shoreline, there is footage of a khaki-clad militant pointing a bloodied finger northwards, declaring, We will conquer Rome. This threat has raised serious alarms with Italian authorities, so much so that this week the Italian government deployed 5,000 soldiers around Rome and elsewhere in the country to protect sensitive sites. While many in the West consider such a threat laughable, Alert USA urges a closer look. Though not receiving much press coverage in America, Italy has a major illegal immigration problem in the form of boatloads of individuals, mostly male, arriving from the nations of Algeria, Tunisia, Libya, and Turkey on a near-daily basis. Looking at a map of the region will show that Sicily is just over 100 miles from the Tunisian coast and only about 300 miles from Libya. Now, while no one envisions a Normandy-style Islamic State invasion, the slow creep of radical Muslims into Italy and Spain and Greece poses significant security concerns due to the high potential for random terror attacks as are being experienced in a number of Western countries. Additionally, as European economies continue to crater, thus creating greater hardship within Muslim communities already struggling with high unemployment and a refusal to assimilate into local cultures, there will be an increasingly larger number of European Muslims more easily persuaded to join the movement. In short, why travel to Iraq and Syria to wage jihad when you can wage jihad at home? What does this mean to Alert USA subscribers? There are also similar concerns for America. As Alert USA reported on multiple occasions last year, the Obama administration is dramatically expanding the number of Syrian refugees allowed to resettle permanently in the United States from about 350 in 2014 to close to 10,000 this year and in years to come. Last week, the director of the National Counterterrorism Center, Nicholas Rasmussen, told the House Homeland Security Committee that the Syrian refugees are, quote, clearly a population of concern. Committee Chairman Mike McCall of Texas said that it would be a huge mistake to bring refugees from the conflict into the United States. While officials with the Department of Homeland Security are scrambling to assure Congress that their screening process is rigorous, we ask listeners to look at the facts. One, the country from which these individuals are fleeing is a war zone. Does anyone really believe that the vetting process will be thorough and complete, particularly when the U.S. does not even have an embassy in Syria, and any American captured by Islamic State fighters stands a good chance of being beheaded or burned alive? And two, given that the U.S. government is waging a proxy war against the government of Syrian President Bashir Assad, does anyone really think that the Syrian government has the mindset of being helpful to America in vetting refugee backgrounds? Pure logic would dictate that the answer would be no. In fact, it would be in their best interests in the war effort to export as much mayhem to America as possible. And three, remember the debacle experienced by different branches of the U.S. government when attempting to sift out radically-minded Syrian fighters from their more moderate counterparts? Also this week, there are reports that Egypt has intelligence revealing the Islamic State is planning a worldwide offensive this spring or summer that could reach targets within the United States. These reports indicate that ISIS members captured in recent weeks in the Sinai Peninsula have revealed plans for ground offensives and that ISIS is plotting possible attacks using cells abroad. 
In this regard, we also remind listeners that just weeks ago, the head of the FBI's counterterrorism division, Michael Steinbach, told CNN that there are already individuals in the U.S. that have been in communications with groups like ISIS who have a desire to conduct an attack. He also conceded that the FBI finds it extremely difficult to track every American traveling abroad who can join ISIS or receive training by foreign terrorist organizations. Quote, I'm worried about individuals that we don't know about having that training. We know what we know, but there is a number that's greater than that that we don't know. Once you get into Europe, you can easily get down to Turkey and into Syria. You can find additional information on this and other related stories in this week's issue of the Threat Journal Newsletter. We strongly urge you to take a few minutes and check it out. As has been the case for over 12 years, Alert USA continues to closely monitor the overall domestic and international terrorism threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other developments which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. In related news, on the topic of Washington's denial of a link between terrorism and Islam, Alert USA urges listeners to be extra discerning as President Obama, the liberal media, and Muslim apologists continue to claim that Islam is a religion of peace and terrorists have hijacked and perverted the faith. The truth is that they are either ignorant of history and Islamic doctrine or are just lying. Along the lines of history, America's problem with Islamic terrorists stretches back to just after the 13 colonies declared independence from Britain in 1776. At that time, Muslim pirates, known as Barbary pirates, were seizing American merchant ships off the coast of Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia, and what is now Libya, and enslaving the crews. These actions ultimately led to what is known as the First Barbary War, and was fought between 1801 and 1805. Ironically, the very first foreign military conflict ever authorized by the United States Congress was against Muslim terrorists. A few years prior to that war starting, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams met with an ambassador from Tripoli in London. During that meeting, the ambassador was asked why his government was so hostile to the new American Republic. The ambassador's response was, quote, that the hostility was founded on the laws of their prophet, that it was written in their Quran, that all nations who have not acknowledged their authority were sinners, that it was their right and duty to make war upon them wherever they should be found, and to make slaves of all that they could take prisoners, and that every Muslim who should be slain in battle was sure to go to paradise. Now where have we heard that before? So, in order to help ground listeners in the truth on this topic and to enable you to crush liberal religion of peace arguments, Alert USA has compiled two free reports. The first report is entitled Deadly Verses, which contains 164 individual passages about jihad from the Quran. These verses are provided in three different ways, in a simple table, as excerpts, as well as the full text of each passage. An example is a so-called sword verse, which is Quran chapter 9, verse 5. Quote, But when the forbidden months are past, then fight and slay the pagans wherever ye find them, and seize them, beleaguer them, and lie in wait for them at every stratagem of war. But if they repent and establish regular prayers and practice regular charity, then open the way for them, for Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. As was the case with the ambassador from Tripoli mentioned moments ago, this verse is often cited to justify attacks of Muslims on non-Muslims, both in classical exegesis as well as in modern jihadist actions, such as those being undertaken by the Islamic State, the Taliban, and Al-Qaeda. This report also provides a list of key points so as to enable you to similarly crush liberal arguments that Islam is no more violent than Christianity. As an example, biblical passages on war and violence are descriptive, whereas Quranic passages on war and violence are proscriptive. 
Additionally, biblical passages on war always have explicit or implicit limits, meaning to wage war on a specific people at a specific time and place for a specific purpose. Quranic passages on war and violence are open-ended. There are also no biblical passages calling for the death or enslavement of those who do not convert. And as this free report clearly shows, the Quran and the Hadiths are full of them. The second report is entitled Sex, Women in Islam and lists passages on rape, pedophilia, misogyny, female inferiority, wife-beating, and related doctrines from numerous Islamic holy texts. An example is Hadith Bukhari, chapter 62, verse 64, regarding Muhammad's second wife. Quote, Narrated Aisha that the Prophet married her when she was six years old, and he consummated his marriage when she was nine years old, and then she remained with him for nine years, i.e., until his death. Yes, the Prophet Muhammad, the individual whom all Muslims strive to emulate, married a six-year-old girl when he was 54. And Alert USA subscribers will automatically receive download links to these reports via email. There is no need to do anything. We will send the links directly to you. For all others, see this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you are not a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The newsletter is also completely free. In travel security news, listeners are advised that in addition to a standing U.S. government-issued worldwide caution and separate worldwide travel alert, this week the State Department issued a new travel warning for Israel, Gaza, and the West Bank due to a declining security situation in the country. This holds at 43 the number of individual countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. Alert USA also reminds listeners that with recent declines in the euro versus the U.S. dollar, exchange rates are making travel to the EU very affordable. If you, a member of your family, or an employee are planning travel in that direction in the coming weeks and months, it is important to keep in mind that the terror threat environment across the European Union is increasing. As such, we again strongly recommend that if you are planning travel abroad, be it to Europe or even the Caribbean or Mexico, be smart about it and regularly check the U.S. State Department's travel website leading up to your trip for the latest updates on the security situation at your destination. It is also useful while in a foreign country to monitor the U.S. Embassy Twitter feed, as this is now turning into one of the fastest ways for diplomatic staff to communicate changes in the overall security environment. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, February 21st, 2015.